You're listening to Blossoming Technologist, a podcast for young professionals in tech, discovering skills, careers, and tips for being in the tech industry. I'm your host, Marissa, and today we're not joined by any guests. I am doing a solo episode to welcome you back to season three of the podcast. Thank you so much for waiting and being patient as I had a short break to kind of recoup and figure out what I wanted to do with the next season. As promised, there are some exciting changes coming to the podcast. If you're listening on Spotify or maybe you found my YouTube channel, you'll see that now I have video, which is really exciting. I hired an editor because editing was probably the hardest part of producing this podcast for me. And I thought, you know what? I really want to get someone else involved in the process and someone else to edit the podcast so that that's not something on my plate that I have to worry about so much. And I can focus more on, you know, finding the great guests and really enjoying interviewing them and all the things that I enjoy about doing the podcast. So super excited for that change. I hope that maybe it expands the audience um, or maybe you're even confused because you didn't know that Spotify does video podcasts. I didn't realize that either. And I was like, you know what? We're going to do it. We're going (laughs) to mix things up. But anyway, so since the last season, which I believe ended in March, it's been about two months or so, I have been up to a lot of stuff at work and a lot of things just in my life. I moved recently, so I've been getting adjusted to a new space. I have like, you can see some of my decorations here if you're watching on video. And I've also been speaking at some internal conferences for my company, which has always been my dream to speak at conferences. Who knew hosting a podcast would prepare me better for public speaking? probably everyone, but I didn't connect that when I had that dream and then also did the public speaking. But that's been super fun. And I'll talk about that a little bit more later. And I've also just been like planning for season three, I really wanted to be intentional about what I am sharing with the audience and how we help you continue to grow on your journey in tech. So I'm hoping that well, hoping. I know this next season is going to be awesome because I've already done some of the interviews with our guests and I am super excited to share them with you. So what changes are coming to the podcast? Well, I already mentioned we're doing video interviews. Of course, you can always listen via audio on any podcasting platform. You do not have to watch video. We are an audio first podcast, so there will be nothing additional that you'll really benefit from besides like seeing my face and seeing my guest's face and getting to um, kind of be more involved in the interview. And, And besides the video podcast, I'm also going back to weekly episodes again, since, like I mentioned, I don't have to do the editing anymore. I have someone else doing that for me. So I'm going to be sending out these episodes weekly. We're going to four times a month or, you know, five times if there's five weeks in a month. It happens. So I'm super excited about that. Um, I'm also really interested in delving into the product space more. I am a software engineer, but I've always loved the product space. So in this upcoming season, I am kind of taking a product point of view for the podcast. I'm going to, you know, do the user research. I'm hoping to talk to people who listen to the podcast or people who 
people who are early on in their careers, who would be great people to listen to this podcast and to help them figure out their way and also creating a roadmap and just doing more of the product work that I really want to try out. I'll talk more about that in a later episode, I'm sure. I'll probably throw in another solo episode at some point or maybe throw in like a, I don't know, a quick intro <laughs> at um, another episode. I It's it's just so funny because I know that this video is going to be on Spotify. And so I'm laughing at myself because of that. Anyway, yeah, those are some of the updates coming to season three, which I think is super exciting. I am, yeah, really just hoping to expand the podcast, expand the reach, reach more people and make sure that I'm you know, making a bigger difference in the world because that's the point of this podcast. I can't believe it's been around for a year and a half now. I know I've taken a bunch of breaks, but you know, here we go. So that is my spiel of what I've been up to, what's happening on the podcast, changes coming. And I want to also delve into a little bit of material, maybe. Um, I don't really know what to call it, but I mentioned that I've been speaking at some internal conferences. And one was at my company of basically just our office meeting up. And I talked about my podcast. I talked about lessons that I've learned from interviewing different technologists. So I thought it would be cool to kind of talk through some of the main points of that presentation, because it really relates to the podcast and how impactful it has been on me and my career. And, you know, just meeting others and not only, of course, the lessons that have helped me, but how those can help you in your career. So I'll talk a little bit through that. Um, hopefully it's not too long, but I'm going to go through six lessons that I have learned from interviewing technologists. And that includes around 30 different people based on the interviews I've done at the point of making this presentation. Um, I'm not going to share anything. I'm just going to talk through it. I don't think none of my slides are really worth sharing. They're all basically just what the lessons are. But it's really cool uh, being able to see from my podcast, from the two seasons I've had so far, that I've really had an international audience. Um, people across the US and in India and France, Canada, and of course, always expanding to other countries. If you're listening from another country or a place where maybe you're like, oh, she's never interviewed someone from my city or my state, like reach out to me. I want to get more perspectives, more people from different places. And I love seeing that. I actually have a map that I build out where I've mapped like where all my guests are. I'm sure I'll share it sometime soon. But it's really awesome to just see like, oh my goodness, I've interviewed these people from California or this person from Mississippi or this person from Chicago and from France and Canada, like all these places. It's incredible. I never thought I would actually meet people from all over the world through this project. And as you know, we've done an array of topics from crypto to imposter syndrome and freelancing, mental health, machine learning the whole gamut. We've done so many topics and I'm hoping that these topics are helpful to people who are finding their way in the tech industry. If there is a topic that you want me to cover, please reach out. Please reach out over DMs on you know, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, whatever it is. Um, those are all linked in the show notes in every episode. And I'm so happy to hear your feedback or 
you know, hear about a topic that you want to hear on the podcast. So with that, let's jump into my six lessons. The first lesson is something that I think everyone knows, but I want to call it out because I think it is so important. And that is a lesson that everyone has a story. So the story I kind of want to share here, which that was ironic. I didn't mean to say like the story I want to share after I said everyone has a story. Anyway, (laughs) the story I want to share here is that when I'm looking for podcast guests, there are kind of two different ways that it happens. The first way is someone comes up to me and says, hey, like, I'd love to be on your podcast. I have this thing to share or this thing to promote, or I just think my story is something that will resonate. Like, can I please be on your podcast? That's happened a few times. The other way, which I think is actually more common these days is I go, hi, my name's Marissa. We've never met or we went to college together or whatever it is. Would you be on my podcast? And the reason behind me reaching out to that person is because I know that they have a story. I know that they have something to share that will be beneficial to others that are listening to the podcast. So when I reach out to them, I always remember that people are magic. This is advice that someone gave me when I started the podcast to remember that when you are talking to someone, they have so many things to share with you. They have infinite knowledge. Okay, not infinite, but they have so many things that you don't know that it's worth listening to their story, getting to know them and learning from that experience. And how, how does that relate to your day-to-day life? Like you're not, maybe you're not a podcast host. Okay. Well, when you are, you know, meeting people at your job, or maybe you're interviewing people to join your company, or maybe you're trying to join a company and you're getting interviewed, whatever it might be, all those interactions, remember that people are magic, that they have a story to tell, and you have so much to learn from what they will share with you. And also get to know your team, the people that you work with day to day. Honestly, a good team is what makes me really happy at work. If I have awesome people that I'm working with that I'm friends with, I really have a great day and a great job and work-life balance. And so getting to know your team on a more personal level really does help make your day-to-day better. Lesson number two. So lesson number two is that there is no typical path for getting into tech. And so maybe if you've listened to my podcast for a long time or, you know, even heard one other episode that's not a solo episode, you've probably heard my very first question, which is always, what first got you interested in the tech industry? And we've had a wide array of answers to this question from, you know, a guest who signed up for a robotics league because her father encouraged her to, and that eventually led to her liking STEM. Or someone downloading mobile apps when mobile phones first came out and was like, oh my God, I have to build that. Or, you know, people who just decided, I kind of think computers are cool. I'm going to get a computer science degree. Things like that. There's so many different There's so many different ways to get into the tech industry and literally there is no typical way. I used to think when I was in college that you only became a software engineer if you got a computer science degree. That was not true. You know, a lot of people will do boot camps, which we've talked about briefly on this podcast. We'll talk about more in a future episode very soon. 
And people are self-taught. People these days can be, you know, six years old learning how to code on their own outside of class. There's so many different avenues for getting into tech. And if you get a computer science degree, that doesn't mean you have to become a software engineer. That's super important. That's something that I didn't realize when I was in school. Just remember that, you know, everyone starts at a different age, at a different level of knowledge, at a different whatever it might be. Everyone has a different path and nothing is typical for tech. That is what I have learned from all these interviews. I think in your day-to-day life, a really good question, um, especially if you're like meeting someone for the first time, you're in the tech industry, ask them what first got you interested in tech. I promise it will lead to an exciting conversation. And I think it's also important to always remember that no one has the same path. And honestly, that's good. It makes us build diverse teams and makes us, you know, better programmers because we are building products for diverse people and we need diverse backgrounds to do that. So I always think having people with so many different paths is always a good thing. And always remember that if you think that, Maybe everyone needs to have a background like you. Just remember, they don't. So lesson number three is, you know, what is the most common piece of advice? If you've listened to every episode, maybe you can think of it. Maybe if you pause it, think about the advice people have given on the podcast. But if you're new here or maybe you forgot, um, a lot of the episodes, I think there's four or five, the most common piece of advice that people have given is to just start. Just start. What that sounds so simple, but what does it mean? So I've had, as I mentioned, several episodes that people have mentioned this. And one that pops out is Joshua Tech Dev Walker. This was episode 13 uh, called Intro to Cloud Computing. And he was talking about, you know, going from literally homeless to a cloud computing expert. He's a senior cloud engineer. And Joshua Tech Dev Walker said, it's never going to be harder than it is right now. And he was talking about starting out in tech, getting started in anything. You know, maybe you're trying to learn AWS for the first time. Maybe you never learn how to code or you're trying to learn how to do design or product management, whatever it might be. If it's a new thing, it's going to be hard. That's how it works. And if you can get over that bump of difficulty, then you can master it. You can get there. You can keep learning. And so just always remember, if there's something you really want to learn, the biggest thing that you can do is to just start. And it can be so simple. You can write one line of code or you can download a repo or you can, I don't know, start building a roadmap. Whatever it is that fits your goal, just make one step toward it. And so in your job, this is relevant because you're probably writing out goals for your performance cycle or trying to help your team do better on building the product that you're building. Figure out where you want to go and then... Figure out what that first step is, because after that first step, you'll keep rolling. You'll get the next step, the next step. And before you know, you're 45 steps down the line and you're on your way to becoming a senior cloud engineer or whatever it might be. Number four. Number four is that your worth is not equal to your work. And, 
you know, if I was sharing like slides or something, it would be like a exclamation point equal sign for my programmers out there because it's your worth is not equal to your work. I know it's a tongue twister, worth and work. So really we're talking about your self-worth here. How do you value who you are and how your skills are beneficial, what value you bring to your company, what value you bring to the world, whatever it is. From the podcast, I've gotten a lot of advice and it really feels like you should not measure your self-worth by the work you produce. We talked about this in our mental health episode, um, I believe episode four with Mahmoud Kader. And we also talked about this in the very first episode with Madeline Helmstetter about, you know, mapping your skills into your dream job. Madeline said, and I quote, your worth as a person is not determined by your success at work or your grades. And that's important to remember, whether you're a student or you're in your career, things you do should not be your whole self-worth. You are so much more than the work and then the nine to five, whatever it might be. You are also the person who maybe takes care of someone or or goes hiking or climbing or travels or you know provides comfort to people in your life whatever you do you are so much more than the work you produce whether it's the emails you send the code you write roadmaps you map out everything you do you are so much more than that and so in your job don't let your job be your entire identity Try to find that work-life balance that brings you joy. So if you have a bad day or you get fired or, you know, things just aren't going right, a bad day at work won't impact your whole life. It could impact a little part of it. That's fine. It doesn't have to completely not be part of your identity or your worth, but don't let a bad day at work impact your whole day. Still make sure you have other things to look forward to and other things to bring you joy. Um, I think that's really important. And that's something that I've learned over time where I have ups and downs of my job, ups and downs of even producing this podcast. And I try not to let anything hurt my self-worth too much. I try to balance it out across different activities. Which brings me to lesson number five. Lesson number five is about leadership. And it actually comes specifically from one episode of the podcast, which to this day is still my favorite episode. I'm sorry to choose favorites, but it is probably my number one episode that I recommend people check out. Let's jump into it. So lesson number five is that leadership needs great engineers. And what do I mean by that? So maybe you've heard someone say the following, and I quote, I don't want to be a software engineer forever because I don't want to code all day. I have literally said that. (laughs) That is something I have said before. That's something that guests on my podcast have said before at least twice, if not more. It's something I hear young professionals say all the time when I talk to them. And so, you know, why is this happening? Why are people not wanting to be software engineers forever? I think everyone has a unique set of skills. And so you might be a great engineer, but maybe that's not something you want to be forever. Maybe there's other things that you are excited about, whether it's business or going into product or design or leading a team. And so there was a specific episode on the podcast, episode 14 with Victoria Kirst. And this is the one that I always recommend to people. So if you are just tuning in for the first time and you want to listen to an episode, highly recommend scrolling back to episode 14. 
Victoria said, and I quote, if you're really great at thinking about how does this group of people function, that's engineering. Okay. So what does she mean by that? She means when you are a software engineer, you might think, you know, my skills as an engineer can only go into engineering, but that's truly not true. If you think you might be good at leadership, that might be a good avenue to go into because leaders or tech leadership needs engineers and engineers are good at putting those puzzle pieces together and figuring out how people will work together. So also with leadership in tech, you need to have a technical background to really help those software engineers in their careers when they're just starting out or when they're 20 years down the line and still want to do software engineering. So there is a value that you can bring to technical leadership down the line if that's an avenue that you want to go down. And I bring this up as a major lesson in this podcast because that was groundbreaking for me. When I recorded that podcast, I want to say it was like in the summer of last year, somewhere around that time, somewhere around that time where I was being reached out to to play a tech lead role on my company. And this episode really stuck with me and gave me the encouragement to take on that role, even though I didn't quite feel prepared for it or I didn't quite think that I was, you know, quite think that I had the skills to do that tech lead role. And Victoria is so awesome. I remember also chatting with her in a one-on-one and talking about, you know, what advice do you have for a tech lead? Because I'm jumping into this role and I don't know what I'm doing. And she's just awesome. So cool. Love Victoria. But all that to say, it really encouraged me to take on that leadership role. And I know that if I do end up going down that tech leadership path, I know my skills are valuable because I do have that technical background and I'm able to lead a team. So in your job, if you don't want to be a software engineer forever, that doesn't mean you have to quit the technical field. That doesn't mean you have to leave the tech industry or jump into design or other things that maybe you aren't as passionate about. Maybe leadership is a good avenue for you. And I encourage you to look into it. And also understanding people is a really valuable skill. I've seen that in my career and also seen that in all these interviews I've had with people on the podcast where, you know, soft skills that we, we call them soft skills in tech, like communication are incredibly valuable because communication is how you build great teams and how you make sure everyone's on the same page and, you know, understands what we're doing and builds the right product, whatever it is. So if you have communication or you're able to understand people, psychology, all that jazz, you will do amazing in tech and especially in leadership. The last lesson is lesson number six. And I'm going to share a personal anecdote about a future guest I'm having on the podcast that I am so excited about. But before we jump into that, let me share what the lesson actually is. So lesson number six is to build outside your job to stand out. So Maybe this makes a lot of sense because I have a podcast. This is something that I am building outside of my job, which is making me stand out in tech. And I knew that, you know, I've done this. I've had people mention it, but I didn't really realize how beneficial it could be to, you know, my career or personal aspirations in the future. And so I had a chat a couple months ago at this point with someone who's going to be in the podcast pretty soon. And this was with a CTO. I think I've mentioned before that 
one day I hope to become a CTO, or at least that's the current plan. We'll see if that changes. CTO stands for Chief Technology Officer, and that's mostly for my mom listening because she asks me every time I mention it. (laughs) But I was lucky enough to sit down for a coffee chat over Zoom with a CTO because I was connected through another podcaster. And we had a great conversation. I asked him a bunch of questions about being a CTO and That will be somewhat of what our interview is in the future in this season. But at the end of our chat, he goes to me, you know, Marissa, like I, you know, wouldn't have chatted with you if you didn't have your podcast. And I want to explain why, because you are doing something outside your nine to five. You are making yourself stand out. You have a whole website. I can see all the episodes. You're really putting the effort in and That is different than maybe someone who's just a software engineer working their nine to five, doing that, getting things done. There's nothing wrong with that. But it was really interesting to see that I was able to have this conversation mostly because I built this podcast and I didn't like make that connection before that that would actually help me in other aspirations of my career, like to chat to someone who has a job I want in the future. And it really stood out to me. And it's not just a me lesson. I also learned this from interviewing people because people have mentioned this before. We've had episodes about side projects, uh, about, you know, a side project that went viral. That's episode three with Benji Bear. Listen to that episode. It's awesome. It's one of the most played episodes on the podcast. And it's a lesson we learned in more recent episodes, like the episode with Justin Higgins about 24-hour homepage, which is a project he continues working on, and we talked all about side projects. And so things like that really do make you stand out in your career. There was one episode also early on in season one with Chelsea Elise Cocking, who is a product designer, and she said, and I quote, take your career into your own hands. Don't wait for someone to hand something to you. And so that really speaks to this mindset of building outside of your job. If you want to really shine in your job, building outside of your job makes you stand out. This is true with side projects when you're in college, looking for a new job, even shining when you have a job that you're not leaving. So think about that. Really think about how you can figure out what your unique skills are. If you're not interested in doing coding side projects outside of work, Don't, but figure out where you can use your skills outside of work. Maybe it's writing. Maybe it's building a podcast. Maybe it's blogging or I don't know. There's lots of different options, (laughs) but figure out what is unique to you and then practice those skills and share it with others. It is so important to share it with others because that's how you spread the word about what you're doing and what skills you're building. That was a lot. I'm going to do a rapid fire of what those six lessons were, and then we're going to close out this episode. So everyone has a story is number one. Number two, there is no typical path for getting into tech. Number three, most common advice is to just start. Number four, your worth is not determined by your work. Five, leadership needs great engineers. And number six, build outside your job to stand out. Yeah. Those are my six lessons from podcasting, from interviewing so many technologists from the last two seasons. And I'm so excited to do a whole nother season. I have a bunch of interviews this week and throughout the month. And we're just, we're getting going. We're going to interview a bunch of people in tech and 
hopefully share it and it will be valuable. Please let me know if you found this episode helpful. If you are a new listener, please reach out. Tell me what you're looking forward to seeing or hearing. If you can, I would love if you followed us on YouTube. I just started this channel, so I'm trying to you know, reach more people who maybe listen to YouTube more than listen to podcasts on typical platforms and always subscribe, like all that stuff. I don't have a spiel yet for the ending, but thank you so much for listening. And I will see you next time next week where we will continue blossoming together. Thank you so much.